Let's play Verizon commercial. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can hear you better now. I turned the volume up. That was a throwback commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and then that the guy switched over to, was it Sprint? Yeah. Recently. <laughs> and everyone's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, IMO, Verizon's overpriced, but... But it's the best service. It is overpriced, but it's the best service. At least where we're at. Okay. I don't look into stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I do need to, though. I need to get a new phone. Like, and any other service provider, you can't get service at my aunt's house. You can only get service if you have Verizon. Hmm. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, they just have more towers and stuff. So, okay. I was looking into Mint Mobile. Mm-hmm. What's his face's new? Gosling. No. Ryan. It's not Ryan Gosling. Are you serious? No, it's um, Blake something. Her, his, her wife, husband. Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> but they use Sprint or AT&T's towers. So it's not worth it, in my opinion, to switch over. Because I want to make sure that I have service. <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> but anywho, how was your week? It was fine. It went along. It happened. I feel that. <laughs> This week, oh my gosh, it was close, mm-hmm. month end close, because the first week of the month, and they decided to have an all company conference on the third day of close. Oh my god! And I was like, Ooh. it was cool. Like I enjoyed the conference, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed like how they did it, but it was just really bad timing because the third day we're like in the thick of it. Right? Like, it's where we're, like, wrapped up and we're super busy and closing the books. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, all day we were pulled away because we had to go to these meetings. And that, like, closed stuff itself takes you away from your regular day-to-day stuff, too. Like, it's it's extra work on top of what you're supposed to be doing normally, right? I don't really have day-to-day stuff. I mainly do closed stuff. I did, I have to, I picked up daily funding when Viva left. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I only have monthly stuff. Okay. I don't really have daily responsibilities. Dang, okay. Because I, I was a lower-level accounting professional, I had daily stuff, and then they also gave me closed stuff, and I was like, I can't do this. But you worked in AP. I mean, even after I, I was out of AP. They had me doing, like, journal... Like, I would do journal entries for everybody because only certain people can do journal entries during close. And then also just, like, bank reconciliations and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So. I consider those closed stuff. That's just, like, a monthly thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, I had to do that on top of my my day-to-day. But, like, what was your day-to-day? Oh, I just, like... Oh, my God. I don't know. Girl, I don't know. (laughs) 
I had other day-to-day stuff that I had to do. Like we were, we were, we had like three years behind of accounting stuff that we had to catch up on anyway. So a lot of my day-to-day was doing that. Like we had, it, it was a mess. That company was just a mess. So there was. What company was it? It was Midwise. But I thought you were an AP in Midwise. I, for a minute there I was, yeah. Oh. That's what they started me out on. And then I got switched over once they actually found an AP person. Oh, I thought you were AP the whole time. Mm-mm. No, I just helped out with it a lot hmm. <laughs> the whole time. Dang, I didn't even know that. No, I got I got into AR and like that, that was mostly it, just AP and AR. It was. Hmm. I can see why you would have daily stuff with both of those though. But yeah, it was just a lot, and it was very busy, and like. There was somebody who died on one of their trips. Okay, we still, I work for a travel insurance company. I don't know if you know that or if you remember that, but somebody died in Africa and they had to pay the funeral home Mm -hmm. before they moved the body. Oh. So it was like 2.30. I leave at 3 on Fridays and they're like, we need this funded today. They took all day to get it set up. And it was just like right at 2.30, it was finally able to fund it. Mm-hmm. It's like, why did you take all day to do that if it was such a priority? Sometimes things just take time. I don't know. I mean, I still got it done, but it was kind of crazy. It is crazy. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know how he died. I don't know if I can even say that, but... Probably not. (laughs) But he died. So, that sucks. That's why you should get travel insurance. (laughs) That's why you should get... Oh, I heard should, and I was like, what? No, that's why you... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I honestly didn't even know that travel insurance was a thing until I interned with them. Right. (laughs) Because you don't think about that. Like, you don't think about how your health insurance doesn't carry over to a different country. Mm-hmm. So, if you get sick in Europe, you're screwed. Yeah. Although, it's still going to be cheaper than not having insurance here. <laughs> Depending on the country. And insurance is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, anywho... Yeah. So we talked about Gene Keys last week. Yes. Uh, Well, we started talking about Gene Keys. Yes. We introduced the subject. Yes. (laughs) And I did a deep dive last night, so I have the rest of the information on it. Oh, Lord. Are you ready to dive into Gene Keys, or do you have something to say? I mean, like, I had stuff that I did this week, if you want to go over that before we jump into the... Yeah, let's do that first. Okay, so in my um, window of 24 hours in which I did witchy stuff this week, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, okay, so I did perform a spell uh, Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? It it was either Wednesday or Thursday. I really don't. I don't know why I can't remember. (laughs) Week just goes by. It's just like, yeah, it happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Wednesday, I was really feeling like doing a spell and stuff like that. I, I wanted to do it before work, but I ran out of time and I was like, I'm not going to 
I'm not going to stress myself out right before work to get this spell done. And it's right. like, especially, like, it's no, just not going to do it. So I pulled some tarot instead. I meditated and pulled some tarot and I got, um, basically the message was keep doing what you're doing. Like you're going down the right path specifically with, um, the way I took it as was specifically with like psychic research and like looking up occult stuff like tarot and astrology and not astronomy. I wanted to say that though. <laughs> <laughs> so just like looking into all that and, and all that spiritual research and stuff that we've been doing. It was just kind of like a reassuring, like you're on the right path. Like it's, it's going to be a slow process, but it's, you know, just keep at it and like you're finding more about yourself and things like that nature that's awesome and it was really it was really awesome and so over lunch I read a little bit more in the psychic witch book I read over exercise two which is talking it is called psychic immersion exercise and so have you read it yet I think so it's kind of like the just affirmation thing right um no it's playing pretend oh maybe the affirmation is the third exercise I haven't read about the affirmations yet, so maybe it is. But yeah, so it's this idea that you just pretend that you're, like, this all-knowing psychic. You're super powerful. You know everything. And the deeper you get... So the idea... I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sporadic. The idea is is that kid, children are more prone to psychic experiences and being more in tune with their psychic nature and abilities it's just I'm not sure how many studies have like proven that or not but that's just like the common understanding right now and he, Matt was saying that like up until the age of seven you know you really have a strong connection to, to those abilities and those senses and that's when you're more prone to those um, things and that's so you know trying to get into the headspace the wavelength of a child of that age, they play a lot, you know, kids are just creative, imaginative, um, and so just getting into that headspace is going to help you, like, just essentially just tap into, start tapping into your psychic abilities and, and, and feeling what that feels like to you. Mm-hmm. And so this idea is, like, you go around just, like, the whole day pretending you're an all-knowing psychic, and the deeper you get into this pretend state, like, the better essentially with the exercise but um so I didn't actually try that exercise but just reading about it I was like oh that's really cool and I brought it up to Patrick later that night and I was like yeah I read about it and I really like that idea because it's good for building confidence and he had this example of when you know strangers did it with each other um they were able they so it'd just be two strangers in his class meeting and he would explain the exercise and so one person would go into their psychic pretend and just start saying whatever came to them about the other person across from them and it was he was explaining that the deeper people got into that pretend state the more accurate predictions they're actually making and like the more not predictions but the more accurate information they could pull mm-hmm. about that other person without knowing anything about them and I was explaining that to Patrick and I'm like oh that's so cool and everything like that and he was like okay but like what is psychic ability and like, what is intuition? And I was, I wasn't able to explain myself really well. And 
like the conversation, it just kind of like led to the point where I was like, well, what do you think? Because I was trying to explain like psychic ability is this like being able to see behind the veil, right? Like we have, we're able to interact with like the other energy in the universe and stuff like that. And Patrick was kind of like, well, what if there's nothing there? And I was like, that's a really, I mean, that's a fair point. And don't get me wrong, especially when I do spell work, especially beginning out like my first couple of spells, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like what? No, this isn't, you know, anything. So I just, <laughs> just for like my own pride's sake, I had to research what like psychic ability and intuition were and everything like that. <laughs> I mean, it's just like religion. Right? What if God, like if you're a Christian, what if God's not real? It's what gets you through this life. Mm-hmm. So whether somebody believes it or not, it's what you believe. Yeah. And I was, I was trying to explain that to him and he was like, well, what are you trying to get out of this? And I was like, I don't, I'm just trying to see what's there. Like, I'm just trying to like, I don't know everything about it, but I want to learn more. Like, that's what I know. Yeah. You know, so it was just, I don't know. It, he was asking valid questions about like, why would I be researching this? And like, what am I expecting to get out of playing with tarot and, and pendulums, pendulums and stuff like that? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I was a little defensive because they weren't questions I was ready to have asked myself because I hadn't at that point. Like, like I was like, oh, what am I doing with this? And I'd be like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I like it would be my answer. Yeah, I guess that I was <laughs> feeling a little bit defensive on that, too, because it's like it's like a call out. Yeah, it's just I, like it doesn't matter. No, it really it doesn't. I don't that, think that's so. what I like. It's not harming you. So how is it? Like, you wouldn't be like, well, why are you going to church? Well, just why are to, you like, praying? <laughs> like, you wouldn't say that to somebody because that's, like, quote-unquote not, like, common or whatever, normal mm-hmm. in our society. So why is he questioning this so hard? That's why I'm kind of like, mm. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. He, like, to be fair, he did have, like, a really bad day at work, so I'm not sure if the tension was easing into this conversation when it didn't need to be there, but I, you know, because, like, at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, you kind of, like, yucked on my yum there for a minute, and he was like, yeah, he he did apologize for it. That's good. He was like, it's not that I don't support you, it's just I want you to know what you're doing with this and, like, why you're doing it, and I was like, no, that's fair, and I I should know, I just don't. So I researched a little bit about um, psychic ability and intuition, intuition, intuition. Words are hard. Very hard. It's okay. Um, And also I was looking through my spellcrafting book as well because I figured it had some stuff on meditation and it did and I liked it. Um, it was talking like meditation helps refine your awareness and ability to sense and control energy. I was like, that's a very elegant way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, they also talked about imagination and imagination is a key player in spell work, according to that author, because yeah. when it's done with a tint, intent and awareness, it's a deliberate creation of another reality. And it's able to become reality and able to become true because we're lending that image energy. Interesting. And, and I'm like, I've never really thought about it before. And so and then 
she was talking about creative visualization meditation uses um, like that's how you build you can help build your imagination and stuff like that um, but yeah so psychic ability for those wondering according to Matt Oren is the process of is processing of extrasensory perception that doesn't rely on primary sensory information about one's environment Say that again. Yeah. So it's psychic ability is processing of extrasensory perception, which would be like the Claire audience, Claire, the Claire's. Mm-hmm. Um, so processing the Claire's that doesn't rely on primary sensory information about one's environment. Hmm. Okay. He says so much in the span of like three paragraphs, and I, I had to dissect it so intricately um but then he starts explaining that again after so before we're born and after we're dead we have all of this um i had a word for it it doesn't matter okay (laughs) (laughs) so before before birth and after death we are just for spiritual beings, you know, so we have these spiritual senses and that's what he's saying. That's where the Claire's kind of come from. Like those are our spiritual senses. (laughs) I keep wanting to say like limits and that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and then he's saying that the, he goes into that the, physical senses that we have in this world are extensions of our psychic senses, basically. So that a lot of times it's explained that we have our physical senses and then we have extended psychic extensions. Oh my god. S's are really hard for me today. (laughs) So we have our physical senses and a lot of people explain the Claire's as extended from the physical senses they're just deeper senses but Matt is trying to explain that he views it more as we have the spiritual senses the psychic senses innately and then as we get older and develop our physical senses take over more due Mm. to the conditioning of our society and just being in the physical realm longer that makes sense Yeah, I like that better I like it too. I was like, it makes it feel more deep. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, it's a part of me. And so like, that's, it's, that's the truth is like, it is a part of you. It's, it's these abilities to tap into and, and being, being able to recognize and process that information is just tough. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And I think like unlearning everything we've been taught for the past 25, 26 years is the hardest part. Yeah. And that, like, and because we still have to be in a society that promotes material things over spiritual things. Unless it's Christianity. Even that, even that's just so much more physical than it should be. But no, you're right. I guess I see where you're coming from, too. I don't know. It just pisses me off that nobody bats an eye at religion. But then when it comes to spirituality, they're like, oh, you're dumb. Anything besides the standard, yeah. You're dumb, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's a waste of time and money. 
heard that. Speaking of wasting money, <laughs> I actually made a purchase through the Gym Goddess this morning. Yeah? Yeah, I finally <laughs> I finally put money down. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I'm excited. I actually did pretty good with not spending money this week. High five. Until yesterday. Hey. But... One of the things I needed. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So, I bought, I went to Noblesville to a local shop, a, a local yarn shop. Yarn. Yeah. Like you said, words are hard. Because I ran out of yellow yarn for my temperature blanket. Oh, no. And I'm trying to get caught up. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just now in the beginning of June, and it's August 7th. That's not too bad. Well, last weekend, I think, yeah, last weekend I did an entire month. Okay, that's fair. So. That's, honestly, you'd be farther along than if I did a temperature blanket, honestly. Like, I just, <laughs> I no follow through over here. So I'm trying to get caught up, but I ran out of yellow yarn, and they don't have it in stock at Michael's. So, I was actually talking to my therapist, and she told me about this yarn shop. Oh, my God. I found out that my therapist used to live in these apartments. Oh, no shit. (laughs) That's weird. Because, like, we do uh, virtual sessions, so, like, I'm just on my webcam so she can see behind me. And she's like, where do you live? It looks so familiar. (laughs) And I told her, she's like, no. And then I explained where it was. She's like, oh my gosh, I used to live there. <laughs> That's funny. Like but it. side tangent. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I went to the shop. They didn't have that color yarn that I needed. So then I went to another shop in Noblesville. And they had it. And they had a bunch of yarns. I was like, I might as well pick up some other yarn while I'm here. Hell yeah. So I spent like $20 on three skeins of yarn. Nice. But I don't know. I'm excited about it. Like one of them I know I'm going to make a hat out of. The other one is like this really pretty peach color. Like Mm. peachy pink. I don't know what I'm doing with that yet. But it's pretty and it's soft. So I bought it. Hell yeah. (laughs) And it's a local company. Like Mm -hmm. a local shop. So... Yeah. I think it's, I like to support those, but I didn't know of any ones, except for the one in Zionsville, mm-hmm. which I could have, I guess I could have gone to Zionsville. There was one in Plainfield, but they moved to a mobile truck and they're just like going around to different like markets and stuff like that and selling their yarn there. Cause they do, mm-hmm. oh my God, it was such a cute little store. They um, like spin and dye their yarn, them, like some of it themselves. Yeah. And so they would have like their whole little setup and everything, but Alas, now they're just in a truck driving around. <laughs> I bet it's like, especially with yarn, like that must be so cheap. Very low expenditures. Ex- expenditures. To make yarn? Um, or to like the truck? Just like storage, yeah. <laughs> like because they, they don't need like, it's not like a food truck that they're driving around. Like that's like a whole unit, you know? Yeah. But... Making yarn isn't cheap. I have no idea about that. I've... Dye is actually really expensive. Yeah. Especially if you get, like, more natural dyes mm-hmm. and less, like, processed chemically dyes. 
I keep Done. seeing videos about making, um, like using like avocado skin or like onion skins to make to make your own dyes and stuff like that. It's just very earthy colors, you know. It's not gonna be anything brighter pastel. I saw one about like smashing up rocks. I know, and I was like, okay, I haven't seen like just rocks before, but I've heard, you know, back in the day, like maybe Cleopatra. I don't want to say it was her, and then it would actually not be. But I heard that back in the day they would use um, they like grind up sodalite and lot. Lapis lazuli to hmm. make like eyeshadow and stuff like that. I don't know. I know that the red pigment in a lot of makeup is uh, some kind of beetle. Ooh. <laughs> it's either red or yellow. But it's just like crushed up beetle shell. Okay. That doesn't bother me, but I know like a lot of people when they find out about that, they get freaked out about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have that than, like, some man-made chemical, though, TBH. Yeah. So. Yeah, give me that dead beetle eyeshadow. Let's <laughs> market it that way. <laughs> but, yeah, so I bought the yarn, and then I had to go to, I tried to go to the Dollar Tree to get a bag for my cousin's birthday present, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find anything big enough, so I went to Five Below. They didn't have anything. What? So I, I ended up just wrapping the big part in tissue paper, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then I bought bags for the smaller parts of the present, so. And then while I was there, I stepped on my eyelash curler and bent it, so I had to buy a new eyelash curler, and then I got this cup that says Crazy Plant Lady, and I got these nails. (gasps) Ooh, I like those. You don't do blue nails very often. No, because blue's not really my favorite color, but... That's fair. They are blue with, like, a bubble design. Like, they kind of look wet. Like, there's, like, droplets on there. And then they're, like, iridescent. And they're coffin-shaped. They're super cute. I like them. I love press-on nails. I got a rainbow... I ordered a rainbow moonstone bracelet... From the gym goddess and i'm so pumped <laughs> that's what i was like that's it i was like that i'm in <laughs> there you go here's the purchase <laughs> i got that i got like an amethyst necklace and a couple of crystals awesome i'm excited you'll have to show me when they come in i'll be <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited to see the rainbow moonstone bracelet me too she said that each piece you can see the the sheen on it under light so Mm. i am i don't know like it seems like it's really high quality so i'm really excited for it awesome we'll see well did i interrupt you do you have anything else to say no that was my week in my online shop i still need to buy a vacuum uh (laughs) what is that which i was looking on amazon oh i hate saying that I am. <laughs> but there's not the problem with that is there's not really an alternative. Because Amazon is like the only thing like it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. You can buy things online, but it's not the same like it's there's no competitor. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Oh, a funny story. My friend Ariel, 
who was our guest speaker on Three's a Crowd episode. Don't know what number that one is. Um, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she messaged me that her son Heath ate her, was was eating her Three of Wands out of her tarot deck. <laughs> she's like, I guess it's time to get a new one. Oh, wow. So that's, I mean, that's the one that she's had for forever. So I'm glad she's getting a new one. Yeah. I remember her saying that she couldn't get a new one. I know, right? I was like, damn. <laughs> Tarot cards couldn't hold up to baby Keith. I was like, he's just trying to absorb the energy. You gotta keep an eye on that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find... I wonder if they don't sell that specific one anymore. The cordless vacuum. Oh, yeah. I sent okay. Patrick a link to it. Well, he needs to send that to me then. <laughs> I saw a couple online, but... It was such a good deal, and I freaking love that vacuum. Hmm. When did I get it? Holy shit, that was 2019. It was definitely not that long ago. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, they don't have the specific one anymore, but... They still have plenty of options. They have a Kenmore 430. That's the one I was looking at. I don't know. I mean, it's got like almost five stars. Yeah, I mean, I just love my cordless vacuum. <laughs> I'm excited for a new one. Uh, that's why I broke the other vacuum. I, I broke it on purpose. It wasn't out of rage or anger or anything like that. I still have my other one. I'm not going to take it to my new place, but I don't know what to do with it. I oh my god, you have a working vacuum that you're not using and you don't need anymore? Oh, hey, I guess I could give that to you. <laughs> Solid! Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I didn't even, I just like, didn't even cross my mind, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how well it works, though. Okay. So, I, I mean, you can take it. Until the other one comes in, I guess. Yeah, you can take it and try, but... I think the suction was kind of going out before I got that one. Okay. But it was just like a really cheap one from Target. No, that's fair. So. Okay. But, I mean, don't let me forget, and I'll give it to you. It's in the <laughs> closet. Yeah. Eva just spilled another plant on me, and I'm like, I can't clean it up, and it's <laughs> It's really irritating. Me. Hopefully that vacuum will work enough for you then. If it doesn't, it doesn't. My cordless one will. <laughs> that thing is just like, it's amazing. Like I, I spill coffee grounds and it just sucks it up no problem. Oh, I love that vacuum. <laughs> okay. So last week. Tell us. We did a little bit of an introduction to the gene keys. So, I'm just going to kind of recap what I talked about last week, just in case Please do. y'all don't remember or you didn't listen. I'm going to try to pull mine up. <laughs> Probably have to resubmit my information. So, the Gene Keys are a system based on astrology and the I Ching, which is an um, ancient Chinese text about the life code or whatever it is. Um, it's directly connected to human design. Your human design gates are your gene keys. Um, it can show self-sabotaging patterns and gifts that you can use to help the universe um, 
each key has three levels of consciousness that we have to work through to unlock our full potential. The shadow, which is my challenge, or um, like the creator calls it, your victim pattern, your gift, your create, which is my creativity, and they call it the field of transformation, and the city, which is my essence, and like your highest level consciousness. I love how they describe everything. Yeah. It's just like kind of fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, um, like when you really get into it, it's very scientific, but it's also very like energy based. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, let's dive in. <laughs> yeah. So, each of these bubbles create, like, a sync, a sequence. So, if you go to genekeys.com, G-E-N-E-K-E-Y-S, sorry, <laughs> I, had, I was, like, trying to burp the whole time, dot com and create your profile, on your graph, you'll see... Blue bubbles, red bubbles, and green bubbles. Unless you're colorblind, then yeah. you might not see those. I'm not sure how colorblindness but works. It just depends on what your colorblindness is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're regular color seeing, you'll see these colors. <laughs> um, and each of the colors are a sequence. So the green bubbles are the genius or the activation sequence the red bubbles are the love sequence and the blue bubbles are the prosperity or pearl sequence so starting with the genius or activation sequence it's what you're here to do so the top bubble the top green is your uh, conscious sun. The right bubble, right green bubble, is your conscious earth. The left green bubble is your unconscious slash design sun. And the bottom green, or bottom of the whole chart really, is your unconscious slash design earth. So, we're going to start with your conscious sun, which is your life work. Each of the bubbles have, like, what they're called. The conscious sun is connecting it to human design. But it's the year life's work bubble. So, this correlates with your sun sign in astrology. And it's the role that most suits your creative expression and allows you the full freedom to be yourself without compromise. So, like, my life's work is to create peace, like, within myself. I like it. Yeah. I can't pull mine up, otherwise I would say what my life work is. This is part of my phone not working. It honestly might be the website. No, it's my phone. Okay. Because the (laughs) website wasn't working for me last night. Oh, no, shit. I got it. Wait, wait. Hang on. So my phone is doing this thing now. I downloaded the Traveler's Insurance app to upload my claim and everything like that. And part of that 
experience is you have to have your phone, like the phone rotate on. And I like, I just don't have mine on. So I put it on and I did the thing and I turned it off when I was done. And now my messaging, my Google and my YouTube are all sideways. They're just opening sideways. And I, I don't, I've restarted my phone multiple times. I don't know how to fix it. Have you turned the rotate back on? And then tried to rotate? Yes. That's so weird. I'll try it again, though. It's fuck, it's irritating. Yeah. <gasps> Did it work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you don't think things through, well, <laughs> you just accept your life as it is. <laughs> I'm glad it could help. <laughs> I really appreciate it, Amy. Oh, my God. Oh, it was so simple this whole time. Wow. <laughs> I thought I tried that. I'm not going to lie. You probably did, and it's just because I'm sitting here. I mean, I didn't try it after I restarted the phone either, so I don't know. You're <laughs> 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 like a grandma. It's okay. My phone stuck sideways. <laughs> it's still weird because it shouldn't, if you turned it off while your phone was upright, it shouldn't affect it. Right? So, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. My purpose, what deeply fulfills me, uh, shoot, I, I went down all the way to the bottom. What is this? Tenderness. <laughs> okay. So the next part is your conscious earth, which is the evolution So this is the single greatest challenge in your life. It inspires you to grow, mature, and flourish. Flip my pages. The highest purpose is to allow you to transcend your own suffering and ultimately find deep and lasting peace. Hmm. Very deep. So then we move on to the unconscious slash designed sun which is your radiance, all the way over on the left. This is what brings you wellness and good health. As you work through your evolution, the more radiant you become. So, they're kind of like connected because as you work through evolution, your radiance just kind of goes up by itself. Like you don't have to directly work on your radiance because they kind of work together. Okay. Um, at its highest level, it represents the final flowering of your highest mystical potential. Yeah, that's that. Okay. (laughs) And then you have your unconscious slash designed earth, which is your purpose down at the bottom. Um, this lies within your DNA, so... It's there. You just have to unlock it. Um, As you work through your life's work, your purpose begins to grow. And it can only be unlocked as you embrace your inner nobility and express it through selfless service and unconditional love. It's also linked to the love sequence. Mm -hmm. So as you work through the love sequence, it'll also raise the vibration of that. Okay. So, that's your um, activation sequence. That's what all those bubbles mean. 
Moving on to the low sequence, the red bubbles. These are the ancestral imprinting that influences your relationships in your life. Ancestral imprinting, okay. Yes. <laughs> you have your unconscious design Mars, the top left red slash blue bubble. Mm-hmm. Your unconscious design Venus, the middle upper red bubble. Your conscious Mars, the bottom right red bubble. Your conscious Venus, the bottom left red bubble. And your unconscious design moon. And that's the bottom middle red bubble. Okay. Okay. So we're starting with the unconscious design Mars. That is your core or your vocation. It's your deepest wound. And this wound is like the wound that all of humanity has. So it's like your connection with all of humanity. Okay. Um, it relates to your time in the womb. So from conception to birth. Okay. Um, it reveals the, fr- the final layer of your spiritual awakening and deepest potential. And the shadow conceals your highest vocation. So how you can create the biggest impact to the world. Mine's exhaustion. (laughs) Mine is (laughs) (laughs) self-obsession. Your unconscious design Venus is your SQ. And this stands for spiritual intelligence. It's imprinted from birth to seven years old. And this bubble is called the point of love. It's how you open your heart to receive love from your parents. So, like, from birth to seven, how you opened your heart. Um, At City, you're at or on the cusp of the permanent reopening of your heart for the first time since early childhood. What's that, City? Uh, City is the highest level of consciousness. Okay, okay, sorry. You're fine. Um... The shadow of the SQ is an unconscious pattern that undermines your self-esteem. Mine's a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's indifference. Oh. Okay. On to conscious Mars, which is EQ, or emotional intelligence. This is imprinted from 7 to 14 years old, and it's what you learn from your parents that you use as a defense mechanism. Oh, no. (laughs) Mine's doubt. (laughs) Um, Mine's purposelessness. (laughs) This is the episode of Let's Call Each Other Out. (laughs) Um... It can show us how to release slash appease our inner child. So, basically, what I understand of this is you, in SQ from birth to seven, 
you're working on opening your heart to receive love. But depending on how your parents show that, if it's not what you needed or wanted, not like cost, like I'm not blaming the parents. It's just like sometimes they don't know. Love languages, yeah, yeah. just don't match up. Yeah. So when you're feeling like you're not getting what you need or want from your parents, you go into the EQ where you learn how to avoid being hurt like that again. Okay. So that's how I kind of understand the SQ and the EQ working together. Moving on to your conscious Venus, which is IQ. This is your mental intelligence. It's imprinted from 14 to 21 years old, and it's how you use your mind to control your emotions which you don't want to happen. You don't want your mind controlling your emotions. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I do, because I get really emotionally out there. Yeah, well, that's just how you're supposed to be. <laughs> um, you have to balance your IQ with your EQ to avoid going into that mm-hmm. mind controlling your emotions. Um, this is a quote. It says... Your IQ soars to encompass all possibilities in life when released from unconscious, narrow-minded, or opinionated thinking. Nice. So, as we open our minds up, it brings us to a higher level of consciousness. Ooh, I like that that's between the age of what, 14 to 21. I like that. Okay. Which makes sense, because you're like in high school to college. Yeah. Which is about when my close-minded thinking shifted. Because I was very close-minded as a kid. That's what happens when you're raised by close-minded people. (laughs) Patterns. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why college is fun. (laughs) Liberal arts. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because it has nothing to do with, like, liberal politics. But everybody thinks it does. It just means you learn something from every area of life. It's getting a well-rounded experience, yeah, education. And not just learning what your major is. Mm -hmm. Like, my aunt was talking about her schooling. She only took engineering classes. She never had to take, like, a writing class. She says she never wrote a paper in college. That's all I did. Crazy. Yeah, right? (laughs) But, anywho, on to the unconscious designed moon, which is attraction. Um, This shows who you attract into your life. And these people can bring karmic relationships. So, have you ever heard of karmic relationships? A little bit. Is this... I'm not 100% sure what that means. It's like... Lessons that you need to learn to clear your karma from past lives mm-hmm. through relationships with people. Yeah. So a lot of people think that, like, if they're in, like, really tumultuous relationships, like romantic relationships, then it's a karmic relationship because they have to learn that to deal with that. that's not right, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. So it's, like. It's just a different form of karma coming through, through a yeah. relationship. 
It's just their relationships. But they were, like, they were meant to be there to teach you a lesson. It's like, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Um, this area speeds up personal transformation. Oh. And at City, Tantra can be unlocked. Have you ever heard of Tantra? I've heard of Tantric Massage. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. So, Tantra... (laughs) is the transmutation of your sexuality into spiritual essence. Okay. (laughs) If you want to look up tantric massage, you do that. I'm not talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's the love sequence. All right. And now we're on to the pearl sequence, which are the blue bubbles. I love that it's called pearl. (laughs) Um... You have your conscious Jupiter, which is the blue bubble under life's work. Oh, yeah. There's only, like, two that aren't affected by other ones. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a four-level sequence, but they're connected. Mm-hmm. So, I'm only talking about two. Yeah. Because we've already talked about the other two. You have your unconscious design Jupiter, which is the blue bubble on the right. Your conscious Jupiter is the pearl. It's the area where you reap what you sow. Um, It has to do with your rewards and things of that nature. And it brings prosperity and abundance. Okay. Um, Your unconscious design Jupiter is culture. It shows how you fit into the social world. So, how you, like, interact socially. Um, The shadow of culture blocks your pearl. So, you can't become prosperous and abundant at at the shadow level of Mm -hmm. culture. Okay. So, you have to kind of unlock culture to unlock pearl. I gotcha. Okay. Um... The culture bubble can bring people into your life to help you with your life purpose and kind of unlocking that level of consciousness. And it brings material, emotional, and spiritual prosperity. Nice. So. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's more, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so last time, last week, you asked me about the lines what do the lines mean yeah because they'll say like i've got like line six i have a couple of line twos yeah so each decimal in your gene key is -hmm. a line so like my life's work is 6.1 okay so it's line it's gene key six line one um so there are six lines and that is correlated because in the I Ching, there are six hexagrams. Okay. I don't know what that fully means, but that's the correlation with the I Ching. Okay. Um, There's probably some, like, I don't know. We'd have to look into the I Ching to figure out what all that means. <laughs> Which I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'll get into that. <laughs> um, the lines are the paths that you have to take to obtain city. So, each gene key 
has to be unlocked in a certain way. You can't take the same path for each gene key. So, for example, my life's work is line one. Line one is introspection. So I can't use, I'll get this to this later, but I can't use line four to unlock city in my life's work. I have to use introspection. Okay. So these are also the profiles in human design. So you know like the fractions? Yeah. You have two numbers and those two numbers are one of the two line or one of the six or two of the six lines. Okay. That was huh. a lot of uh, wrong numbers there. <laughs> yeah, fractions are hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty cool connection there. Now we're going to go into the, what the lines mean. I was going to say, I've got one that has the word posture and then in parentheses, fluids next to it. I don't <laughs> know what that, that's making me nervous. <laughs> Hold off on that, because I have a lot that I don't really, like, what the fuck does inertia mean? That's my shadow on my pearl and my culture. My pearl and my, my pearl and my culture are the same key, so they're both the same. Oh, interesting. They have different lines, though. Okay. Well, you continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, line one is your inner essence. It has to do with um, investigation, introspection, and self-improvement. Okay. Line two is expression ease of being, stepping into natural gifts and talents. So, I saw one other source talking about, like, the arts are involved in this, um, how you, like, project your being and how you see things and understand things. Okay. Um, line three is adaption, exploration, discovery, trial and error. Line four is friendship, connection, community, love. Line five is practicality, organization, power, and leadership. And line six is the path of a visionary, educational, someone kind of like a role model. Okay. So, as I was saying with the... With the levels of consciousness, there's these three words. Like, for example, um, Gene Key 9, your shadow is inertia, your gift is determination, and your uh, city is invincibility. What, What does that mean? Like, there's some that are easy. Like, my evolution is turbulence, humanity, compassion. That makes sense, right? Yeah. But what the fuck is inertia? Go to this website, and it has a really good breakdown of what they think the terms mean. Solid. So, it's Gene Keys dash experience dot sim s i m diff d i f dot com, and I'll put that in the description of the episode too that sounds good because it, i mean it's kind of an awkward 
But they have a lot of really cool information. They have a breakdown of all the gene keys. They have a breakdown of all of the lines, um, what they mean, and um, the terms of the keys. So that was really cool. I liked that. I want to look into that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) It helped me kind of understand a little bit more what I was looking at. So I looked it up all of this, I got all this information, and I was thinking, okay, so I know we need to get to city, but how the hell do we do that? Mm-hmm. Right? It's, nothing's really explained how we do it. It's so, just, you do this. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you have to get through your shadow. Like, but how? Right. <laughs> so I looked up this YouTube video. It's called The Gene Keys Introduction. Introduction introductory webinar nice so it's like from the actual gene keys people like it's the creator who's talking through this um and he goes like i'm not gonna go super deep into what he says sure because he really breaks it down at a high level and i just think if you're really into this i would suggest going watching that video i think it had a lot of good information yeah but basically what I got from it is each level of consciousness relates to your frequency. So, like, I like to say I love Nashville because the vibes are high mm-hmm. when I'm there. So, when you're in, like, a negative mindset, like, nothing seems to be going right, you're, li- you're vibrating at a very low frequency, And you have to vibrate at a higher frequency to project, like, a better image or, like, be more powerful things for things to go right. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of that. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of explaining that, (laughs) if you haven't. Um, And he said, your attitude determines your frequency. So that's a very good thing to think about. Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't think about that. We always think it's external. But it's really internal. Mm-hmm. We create our lives. I mean, there's obviously external factors, but we create what happens in our life. Yeah, it's like your response to everything. Yeah. So he said that how to work this system is through contemplation. Oh, did he say that? <laughs> so... It's kind of like how you, when I was telling you about human design, it was like, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. You, this is something that you're using like trial and error throughout the rest of your life. It's not yeah. something that you just do. It's something that you practice. Like, it's I, not like you unlock this pathway to go down Mario. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how I'm like seeing it. Yeah. So this is kind of like, you're constantly thinking about it. Anything that happens, you're thinking about it. And you're thinking, how can I change my attitude to get out of this shadow pattern? Mm -hmm. And as you get out of, or as you continue to contemplate, you start to raise your vibration and unlock your gifts. Okay. A big thing that he likes to say is... Within every shadow is a gift. Okay. Well, that's what the 
That's yeah. the, the three step, right? Right. But it's just like a nice way to think about it. I like it. Because you think of your shadow and you're like, oh, I'm here. Ugh. There's something to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. But within that shadow is a gift. So once you kind of work through this and you're always contemplating, you're always thinking about it, it unlocks your mental vibration and then your emotional vibration and then eventually physical. Mm-hmm. So like your whole energy has changed and shifted. And he explains this in, like, scientific terms with, like, DNA and, like, your cells and, like, all of that on, like, a super deep level. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm not going to get into because I didn't fully understand it. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) But, so, just, like, through repetitive contemplation, you imprint higher frequencies. I gotcha. It's kind of like, because we talked about before about, like, meditating on like visualization meditation on like who you want to be and how how that person would be so it's kind of that's what that's reminding me of yeah just like constant like maybe not constant but continual (laughs) yeah thinking about how you can change your attitude to change your life yeah and you can use these keys as tools to realize where you are and where you could be Mm -hmm. and how you should change your habits and your thoughts to create this level of city cultural that's really cool it's just like how is it so spot on though like fucking math (laughs) (laughs) it's all math they did the math on it like the I Ching Mm -hmm. he explained it and it's just like it's all math math is everything I had a teacher who was like Tell me something that doesn't, or that isn't math. I think it was, like, fifth grade. Okay. And it stuck with me. So everyone was like, reading. There are so many pages in the book. Um, the color red. And then he, like, explained the math behind the color red. Oh, my God. And it's like, everything is math. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny. like, all of this, like, personality stuff, it's all math okay so like does that mean we're in a simulation is this a video game <laughs> probably yes <laughs> it's like that new movie the ryan Reynolds movie that's coming out where they're in a video game and it's about to shut down and they have to like break the system so they can continue living have you seen the commercials for i have it? not seen that that sounds like irl though like that's crazy i'm just kidding <laughs> But yeah, so that's your gene keys. That's crazy. I was thinking, that's so funny that you brought up everything is math, though, because, like, I was thinking earlier this week, I was just like, when did we start thinking about math in terms of math? Like, when did math come about? Because it's like, yeah, I have fingers, but, like, I just feel like that it's so innate with everything that we do. It just is. I haven't thought about that before. Math is ancient. Like, I mean, we've been told that, like, the Egyptians weren't civilized or whatever because it was so long ago, but they were so far advanced compared to the white people. We just don't understand, yeah. And We like, don't want to admit it. 
God, Because no. white people are superior. <laughs> white people are not superior. Nobody's superior. But if they were, it would not be white people. Oh, I'm sorry. God, right? Not sorry. Mm. <laughs> I read um, the gem goddess on her website of everything. She's got like descriptions and everything like that. And so I bought a Shungite, Shungite, Shungite uh, pyramid. And she mentioned that um, the pyramid structure is very good for... Um, sorry. It's, it's very good for like vibrational harm, harmony. And she mentioned that the, um, like, that's why the ancient pyramids were built. Like, that was, that's part of their structure and their uses. Like, they, they help, um, put out vibrational harmony in that area. It's also how they created electricity. No shit. They used to be capped with gold. Okay. Because it would, it's a conductor. Mm-hmm. And they would use it to create electricity if they're out there. I mean, it's not the same as, like, the electricity we have now, but it's... I mean, it was electricity. They knew about electricity way before What's-His-Face who stole it from the other person. Nice. Or was that just a light bulb? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody stole something and became, like, super famous on it. And he was actually just, like, a really shitty bad person, but, like, what's new? I mean, like, yeah, like, what's new in science, honestly, (laughs) science history? History in general. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just makes me angry. <laughs> but yeah. That's crazy. Oh my lord. I'm gonna have to go unpack all of this. Mm-hmm. There's a book that mm. explains all of the gene keys. Oh, what's it called? It's, um, I had it written down and then I closed my notebook. Hold on. I know on the gene keys website they they have like a book section, I believe, of resources, but you might have... Yeah, and you can use that website. You can, like, pay for a service to, like, break it down. But um, it's Gene Keys, Embracing Your Higher Purpose by Richard Rudd. Okay. Richard Rudd is the creator of the Gene Keys. Nice. Well, we have to look into that. It actually talked about, in that video that I was telling you to watch that explains, like, like the science of it, mm-hmm. um, he actually worked with the creator of human design. Okay. So that's how it's so, like, connected with human design. That makes sense. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Because human di- design's pretty new, too. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the 40s or the 80s? I want to say the 60s. I don't remember. Well, my range encompasses the 60s. Yeah. (laughs) Human. Let me pull up my human design, too. Because that... 87. Okay. The human design was also horribly accurate. Yeah. Uncomfortably, I should say. Not horribly. (laughs) I guess it's nice. Did I create a... I don't know if I created a profile. I think I should, if I haven't already. With human design? Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. I want to... Oh, wait, yes. Wanna, we did. I just want to make a did. printout. There I am. Okay, yeah. yeah. Solid. Okay, and so you said that the... What's the same thing? The, the gates, gates are the lines. The gates. And then... I can't scroll. And then, like, the numbers on the side correlate to the keys. The side of the graph. Oh, with the yeah, with the sign, the symbols with it, dude. 
But I don't know enough about those on the human design to say anything. I'm reckoning it. Oh, oh, yeah. So the Jupiter has the same number. It's 11.1 as the Jupiter on that. Yeah, okay. All right. I yeah. see. That's confusing. <laughs> and also your profile in human design. Like the fraction mm-hmm. is our two gates. Okay. Well, if I could scroll, I might be able to look at it. But we'll see. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I want to get the book to kind of break down my gates more. There's not a whole lot of resources outside of, like, his actual resources mm-hmm. because it's so new. I mean, that makes sense. I think it was, like, early 2000s when this was published. Maybe. There it is. The book was published in 2013. Oh, dang. That so is new. this is, like, very, very new. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. So that's why there's not a whole lot of um, resources on it outside of, like, a few one-off sites and, like, his actual website. That makes sense. Well, that is cool. Yeah. So let us know what you think and what your gene keys are. Yeah. What's your life's purpose? I don't know. I think I said adventure. It's got so many different words to say the same thing. Yeah. That's confusing to me. <laughs> but Well, let us know on social media at SoulTapPod or email us at SoulTapPod at gmail.com. You know the drill. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go contemplate life. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to a birthday party. Heyo. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. Talk to you later. Bye.